welcome back to Let's Talk Procurement, the only show you need to master the art of procurement. Let's go. Right then, mate, what are we talking about today? Sorry, I was just uh, I was just taking a sip of my drink. That's a, that's a good start. Um, today we're talking about what is procurement? Procurement. What this? What, what is this whole podcast about, basically? Right? Yeah. What, what do we? What do we do for a living? Well, what do you think it is, mate? Well, don't worry about it. So, so I've just had a. A cheeky little Google, because um, it's always nice to see what Google comes up with first. I think. Um, Don't worry about interrupting me either. That that was. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm just trying to save you from humiliation. Um, <laughs> I had an answer. I, Don't worry about that. I know you work in procurement, but I, I, I have my doubts. Um, so if, if you Google it, right, the first thing that comes up is what is procurement in simple terms, and uh, I, I think it's completely wrong to a degree. Um, it says procurement is the process for an organisation to obtain products or services from external parties to ensure that production and business activities are smoothly carried out. Procurement what's, can be divided into two parts. That? Direct spend and indirect spend. It's just not true, is it? We don't just do that. This is a common misperception, I think, about procurement is that we, we just buy stuff. Um, mm. You know, we either buy a product or a service and I think, well, hang on a second, that's that's really playing down what we do as procurement professionals. I did. Um, um, I was I, speaking to this guy. Um, he was from Brazil and he asked me what I do. I said, I'm working procurement. And he said, what's that? And I kind of oversimplified it on reflection. I said, I buy things and people. And then that led to him thinking I was a slave trader. Um, so... You know, he didn't talk to me for the rest of the evening. Well, I'm not surprised. He probably thought you were going to kidnap his family and sell them. So, uh, yeah, well done, Brazilian guy. You you dodged a bullet there. If someone asks me what I do and I say procurement, it's it's a mixed bag. Uh, it's not a mixed bag. No one knows what we do. Um, I kind of just get blank faces. Um, yeah, I, I reckon it's like a little Pareto 80-20 type thing, like 20% don't know. 80% wait no hold on other way around other way around 20% yeah, no no idea 80% don't know and just you kind of have to like when it's, you dumb it down yeah it's kind of weird actually because I, I like I panic and I always end up saying that um, well every company has salesmen and sales guys can be pushy and try and get your company to basically pay over the price over market price for whatever um, whatever they want so they can get their commission and I always kind of position it that procurement are the polar opposite of a salesman in that we are put there in a company to make sure that the company is making the right decisions around um well purchasing spending use of use of our uh, our resources and things like that so it's to stop those pesky sales guys taking advantage of us yeah and i think one thing it's it's actually even though it's opposite to sales it's quite similar to sales in terms of you've got to have good relationship building skills and ability to kind of think cynically around like do we really need this or are we paying over the odds for something when we could be we could be kind of paying less or are we being sold a bit of a sold a bit of a golden thread when we only need a, a little string no that's a good good uh call it an analogy that one oh, no, i just just came up with that on the spot that's the type of guy i am see that's what you need to be a procurement professional right um yeah 
Google doesn't really do it for me. So a lot of you listening, or just just us two really, um, probably be doing SIPs. So let's look at the procurement definition according to SIPs. Uh, it is defined as the buying of goods and services that enable an organization to operate its supply chains in a profitable and ethical manner. There are many different interpretations of what procurement is, and this definition can vary from sector to sector, subject to the activities undertaken within your organization. Here are some definitions. Uh, the activity overseeing the steps of the procurement cycle. I'm sure we all know what that is. Um, things like market analysis, sourcing, negotiation, contracting, and supply relationship management for goods, works, and services, covering both acquisitions from third parties and in-house providers. Um, the process spans the whole procurement cycle from the identification of needs through to the end of a services contract or the end of the useful life of an asset. What do you reckon? Um, I mean, it's quite a long definition. I, I was sort of imagining, you know, being at a party, a formal, a formal do, and someone saying, uh, what do you do? And then if you kind of run with that definition, then you will probably be thrown out. Um, really? Is that not really a sociable thing to say that, you know, the activity overseeing the steps of the procurement cycle, such as market analysis, sourcing, negotiation, contracting and supply relationship management for goods, works and services, covering both know, acquisitions from third parties and in-house providers? Is that capturing your interest? Do you know what? I I really want someone to do that. If there is anyone listening and you're, you know, you've got an upcoming event, maybe something on the weekend, you know, you're going to, you're meeting your girlfriend's family at, at her wedding. That's probably the first thing they should you should say to them. You know, introduce yourself and just smash out that whole definition. Did you just say meeting your girlfriend's family at her wedding? No, 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 not necessarily your own wedding, but just, you know, a family wedding, generic family wedding. Yeah, or, yeah, that's a good idea. Or, or the next sort of work social where you've got to mingle with random colleagues you've never met before. Oh yeah, that's even better because then you do have to do procurement. So then you have to back up all those things that you've said in real life. So you've you know you've set yourself, put yourself on the pedestal already. Can, so, only, so, can only go up from there. So it's better to underplay it and just say that you, you buy pens and pencils. You buy things and people. That's that's probably the one that is worse oh, than the formal SIPs definition. You don't buy people. You can't say that. In in my in my defence, I had a couple of Estonian beers at this point, so my thinking skills weren't, you know, a hundred percent capacity. Fair enough. I mean, I've seen you at hundred percent, so um, that's tough enough. So yeah, yeah, really like at sort of sixty <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, it is a scary thought, and I think I think if I had the opportunity to you know, travel back in time and fix one thing in my life you know that's the that interaction is the one thing that I would change you know your one regret yeah my one regret but then the question is what would I say instead would I and I wouldn't well, go for the full the definition, definition. Yeah. I think that would be that would be only slightly better maybe maybe I'd say something like I set up contracts between my organisation and third parties still not riveting no but is <laughs> we try to advertise procurement is is procurement ever riveting maybe 
depends on it. If you've got a real lusty passion for it, then yeah, of course. But yeah. it's not everyone's cup of tea. The PP. Um, passion for procurement. Oh yeah. The uh, the interesting thing about the Zips website here is that it keeps pointing back to the procurement cycle. So, what should the procurement team do? Um, it says that they they are responsible for overseeing the procurement cycle covering the core department activities such as market analysis, sourcing, negotiation, contract and supplier relationship management. Um, procurement adds value, apparently, and uh, reduces risk across the supply chain through establishing the right working relationships with suppliers. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of kind of like imagining this, this episode being sent by the procurement professionals to family and friends. You know, if someone if someone says, what do you actually do for a living? Like, we know, we know you work in procurement, but what does that actually mean? So, I guess that's where I was thinking. You know, if they so, say they buy people, then don't think that they're a slave trader. So I'm well, going to send this to that Brazilian guy. For you sure. probably should question it just to make sure you you got to rule it out. Oh yeah, you? yeah. Like, Everyone's guilty until proven innocent. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Look at um, Donald Trump. Bringing politics into this now, are we? Yeah, no, we probably should stay away from that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, my, when I told my nan, um, when I moved into to my first ever buyer role, um, she, she thought that I just had a company credit card and went around buying stuff, um, mm. which was great. She, she didn't seem too thrilled that that was the career I was going into. But um, I think when I when I kind of said, look, nan, I'm never going to be a, a, a rocket scientist or something something jazzy like that, she kind of settled on it and... To this day, she's uh, she's pretty supportive. Yeah, I I, I think um, Sips a couple of years ago were trying to find people that hadn't just fallen into the profession. They'd actually like come out of school and been like, "Oh yeah, I want to go into procurement," but I don't actually know anyone that that has had procurement as their first like choice. Basically, for me, it was just I wanted to do an apprenticeship straight out of school. Yeah. And procurement was basically the only one that I could, <laughs> I could, could get. get. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, what was your? How did you get into it? But to be fair, it was also an accident. Um, when, when I graduated from uni, um, they did like a little employment test thing. You do this quiz, fill it in. It's like boom, this is what we recommend you'll be good at. And it was like, oh, finance, maybe. And procurement came up, and I thought, oh, that's, that's a snazzy-looking word. Surely that pays well. Um, I applied for a job in it, didn't get the job, so uh, I went into a different field um, in, in account management, and then that kind of worked out quite well for a few years. Then I thought, oh, there's a, there's a job opening at this company for uh, for procurement. I was like, I wonder if I just apply for that if I'll get it. No worries if not. And uh, yeah, then I'm here. I am. I use that company, got my sips. Mm. Happy days. But um, yeah, no, it's definitely you know I, I kind of had it shown to me a little bit like a, a loose definition not not the sips definition obviously um but i had a definition of it shown to me when i left uni did it capture me no not really um did i move for money yes um the, the entry role was paying more than my account management role so i thought yeah why not and um it's continued to deliver quite well so far mm. i think i think we're being quite cynical to kind of flip it a bit from with me being very cynical in terms of 
procurement sort of taking the piss out of it a little bit but in certain organizations especially like manufacturing ones or something where the cost of what you're buying directly impacts the cost of what you have to sell procurement can be like one of the most important roles in the company like you know imagine you're you're making you know your 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 company is making pens and selling them if you've got if you've got a certain sales price that you need to hit to be competitive in the market then it's really important that you procure all the different elements at the right price to make sure that you can make profit on that on that product i agree with that i think that's fantastic and we've we've got to do the uh, the opposite bit as well, though you you know it's not all just about price because you might get a really cheap, I don't know, pen lid. But what if it's uh, made in a sweatshop? You know you have to do that sort of due diligence as well, just to make sure it's coming from a good source and it won't tarnish your company's reputation. Yeah. So there's a lot there's a lot to it. You know it's kind of layers. It's when 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 you look at procurement, I don't know, let's say 50, 60 years ago, um, it was very manufacturing based, and you would literally be buying. And no windscreen wipers to put on the cars in your manufacturing process and you just have to make sure that you are continually stocked um, with windscreen wipers and that would be your role um, there's still roles like that today um, those roles kind of are more termed in the purchasing sort of purchasing remit so you might be a purchaser um, some sort of purchasing role uh, that's not uncommon and then you use sort of e-systems to support that um, but procurement as an overall title has kind of absorbed all this stuff as we move into the digital world and the, the software services, all of that good stuff. It's just evolved into complex contracts, uh, supplier development, and um, trying to navigate through quite a quite a saturated markets really. Which is a really good, uh, really good link to talk about procurement versus purchasing, which is actually a SIPS. I don't know, is it a SIPS topic or well, it's it something is, yeah. that comes up in yeah. SIPS anyway? Um, they, I think they're quite big on highlighting that difference, especially because what you just said about previously, people think of procurement as just transactional type purchasing, you know, buying stationery, yes. buying office, office furniture for the cheapest price. Whereas procurement is a lot more kind of rounded. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's a lot more to it than just yeah. going to someone and say, I want this. And then they give you it. You've definitely, uh, you bang the nail on the head there, mate. Um, there's there's kind of two main or massive differences that SIPs, SIPs really call out. Um, procurement is seen as a long-term sort of strategy. You're looking at the very, very basics of trying to identify the right supplier and you're taking it all the way through to the end of that contract. So it is the full life cycle of that, that sort of engagement with the supplier. Uh, you're looking at it very much over a number of years the purchasing side of things is seen more as a like you said transactional kind of reactive and short-term basis so oh we've run out of we've run out of pens so we're going to order another thousand pens um, or we're, we're, we're low on stock so we're going to order another thousand um, and it's really to kind of showcase that in procurement there are skill sets that we take from other areas and, and we kind of use them to our advantage so there's quite often a bit of a legal or contractual knowledge that we need to have, a bit of financial understanding, um, a bit of stakeholder management, a bit salesy, like you said earlier. All, all of those bits you just have to kind of pull in and then that's what creates a, a kind of good procurement professional. Yeah, I, um, I I would agree with that for sure. And I think, you know, I'm just going to put my analogy in. 
Being a procurement professional is very similar to being a referee. Oh god, okay. <laughs> I don't know if uh, if I have spoken about this before, but um, that's because I've spoken about it every day, basically. But in terms of the kind of similarities between the two, often as a procurement professional, you are in the middle of the, your internal business unit that wants to buy something specific. And, you know, a lot of other people like salespeople from the company you're buying from or kind of, let's say if you're buying something that needs, I don't know, it's going to use your company's data, then maybe data protection people are going to get involved. IT security people, you kind of manage everyone's views, but you're sort of, everyone else is in teams and then you're sort of in the middle. Sometimes, a lot of the time on your own and you have to kind of balance a lot of different conflicting stakeholder views. Maybe some people want it for the cheapest price. Some people want the best product and then you have to come out with something that is the best value for the company um, to kind of reach a a middle ground and manage people's expectations and talk to them, talk them through the process, what could happen next, all that type of stuff, which I think is is very similar. So it can be quite a quite a stressful role at times. Um, and you know, when things are on your desk, everyone's chasing you down and then returning it as quick as possible. It's sort of like procurement professionals in the same way as referees don't get recognition for doing things well they only get sort of what's the word publicity for for when things go wrong that is unbelievable so when you said you're going to drop an analogy about refing i thought this is going to be absolutely tragic um but now i'm sold i'm glad you had confidence yeah i had no confidence um to be honest i was thinking i'll just get the editor to cut it out um (laughs) But actually, that's unreal. Um, you know, you kind of see the the home team in a football match are kind of like your stakeholders internally. The away team are like the, the sales guys. And you're in the middle getting hammered by absolutely both of them. And then you've got the fans who are kind of, let's call them senior management, calling you a tosser mm-hmm. because the, the contract's not being done on time. Is um, that something you've experienced uh, recently? It's felt like a yeah. bit of, <laughs> um, a personal, personal analogy. I always get that. They, they always start singing that. The buyer is a wanker or something. Is, is that right? Um, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, and it, it's just like you say. It can be. It can. It can feel quite isolated in a sense because the home team always, well, the business always forget that you're uh, you're kind of there to protect the business. You're there to to make sure that you're looking after the company, its reputation, its finances, and and you're not just there to kind of be in the middle and, and blow the whistle. You know. Mm. People don't often understand kind of reasons for what you're doing. I suppose, you know, say for example that you you were kind of saying to internal stakeholders, no, we can't just go out and choose a random company. They might think that procurement are a bit of a blocker. Yeah. Um, whereas you maybe are the only one in the process or in the kind of overall project team that knows, well, my aim in you know, sending this out to more suppliers is that I'm trying to get value, I'm trying to achieve value and save save the business money. I suppose well, that's an, another kind of similarity. No, it's true. There's, there's, there's a number of ways we generate value and, and that's obviously going to come in some 
future episodes. Um, I've also heard the term proc block. Um, I like that. Yeah, the the procurement professional is kind of you know we're proc blocking, um, stopping the purchase from going through. Have you ever experienced that? That is uh, that that specific phrase. No, um, but I mean to be fair. To be fair to the people who say about prop blocking, I, I can understand from their perspective sometimes because, you know, they have all the technical knowledge and, you know, say, for example, if you're working in something IT related, which I have done, I am kind of coming into a project team without the technical knowledge. Everyone there knows about what they want. You know, they want this specific version of the software. They know about, you know, software as a service and everything that goes on in the cloud. Whereas for me, I just, you know, press send on my laptop well, and then it goes somewhere randomly. What, what I would say to that, though, is that, you know, they're, they're focused on the sort of technical aspects of it. But let's say you do some due diligence. and It turns out it's two blokes and a cat running the company and they've got, you know, two million negative net worth. Are they a company we actually want to be spending money on? Um, and you probably say no and then that's when you start to you know become a bit of a proc block um bit like bit like when your mate thinks he's pulled an absolute worldie at the club and then uh you have to kind of mm, you know, it's the beer goggles yeah you have to kind of bail him out a little bit and just say look it's your beer goggles it's actually uh caitlin jenner you know which you know some people might like oh, yeah absolutely absolutely um, we're not saying just, it's a bad thing yeah you just know your uh you mate likes some without a knob um <laughs> completely forgot what i was gonna say there so yeah that's um, the term pop block isn't it really um, pop block i think i think another skill of a procurement professional is being able to get you know make decisions jointly get the right information from people in order to help them make decisions you know like you were just saying about the example of a company that's in you know two million negative net worth if we're expecting them to provide services to a you know high value client contract for the next five years that's probably not a company we want to engage with whereas you know if we're just buying you know the office furniture off them because they're about to go insolvent then that might be that might be fine so it's sort of like making informed decisions yeah. and using those relationships to have have open conversations and make sure people come to you with the information you need to make or you need to help them make the decision. Yeah, quite quite often we've taken, taken sort of our, our perspective or what we found out, the sort of technical perspective, the design perspective, whatever you want, you know, just kind of relevant. And then you're you're putting it forward to management who can then make a sort of uh, an informed decision. But they need to kind of know both sides of the story to make that informed decision. Yeah. And I guess that is also something that is potentially a bit of a difference between public and private sector procurement but that that would be a whole nother steps topic and a whole nother episode um that we can that we can talk about yeah i mean that comes up quite a lot actually um in in multiple levels i think i think the next time we we meet up and, and record a session we should go over kind of what sips is um you know we've touched on what, what procurement is today but you know, it's, it's all right knowing what procurement is. Can can you have a procurement? Can you have a procurement career without having to do SIPs? Is SIPs worth it? I mean, what does it cost? Um, do you want to do it? You know, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, it is a qualification. It does require time. It does require money. Um, is it worth it for everyone? I don't know. But I will know next episode. And then it is time to play the outro. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, sorry. No, we have actually... Do we have an outro? No, <laughs> or we, we just... No, we, we just cut it off, I think. Okay, right. Well, see you later then. See you later.